This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Cummins. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Ag Equipment Intelligence recently looked at how R&D spending at publicly traded ag equipment manufacturers compares to their ag equipment sales. The data was compiled from SEC filings. CNH Industrial comes out on top when comparing R&D spend as a percentage of ag sales at 8.4% in 2021. In fact, the OEM has had the highest R&D expense as a percentage of ag sales for the last five years. Deere had the next highest R&D percentage at 5.6% in 2021, down from 7.36% in 2020 and 7.53% in 2019. Kubota comes in third at 4.58% as a percentage of ag sales, down from 4.79% in 2020 and 4.71% in 2019. Echo R&D expenses as a percentage of ag sales was the lowest of all of the major lines at 3.6%. The full list of manufacturers' R&D expenses over the last 10 years is available in Ag Equipment Intelligence's October newsletter. This week's dealers on the move include AHW and Flint Equipment. Illinois-based John Deere dealer AHW announced it's closing its Elburn, Illinois location on December 31st. The store's business will be transferred to AHW's Hampshire and Somanoc, Illinois stores. Georgia-based John Deere dealer Flint Equipment has sold its construction and forestry business to Florida-based Dobbs Equipment. The sale only applied to the construction and forestry business, and Flint will maintain its Ag and Power Systems divisions. Now here's Noah Newman with the latest from the Technology Corner. Taking the technology corner on the road here to FIRA USA 2022. It is the premier agrobotics and technology forum at the Fresno Convention Center in downtown Fresno, California. But let's go to where all the action is right now, downstairs in the exhibit hall. Check it out, over 48 exhibitors here showcasing their new robots. And the first thing that catches your eye is Gus, the autonomous sprayer for orchards and vineyards. It's been on the market for a couple of years now, primarily being sold at John Deere dealers but as grower success manager Ben Valines tells us, they are hoping to slowly add more dealers to the mix as they continue to expand. You know, with as many units as we have out and return customers and the success rate that we're seeing customers and how successful our dealers have been, um, I, we're just gonna keep growing. So five years from now, we may be, hey, we have you know, 2000 units out or whatever it happens to be. We'll have an orchard gust, you know, we'll have a mini gust. Our herbicide prototype's gonna be here. Um, who knows what else will be after that? We have a mini herbicide or something electric or you know, who knows. So definitely our focus is on um, kind of the high value crop stuff. So you're going to see you know, nuts and fruits and vineyards. Um, I don't see us branching out into like real crop stuff. So um, definitely we're going to concentrate on what our bread and butter is, which is a lot of the high value stuff. So that's kind of where, where we want to be, where we want to serve growers. That's kind of where um, the need is. And we'll have much more on Gus and every other robot we saw down here in the coming days on precisionfarmingdealer.com. We had the chance to speak with a lot of companies, uh, get an up-close look at a lot of new technology that's getting set to hit the market. So be on the lookout for those videos in the coming days. For now, though, in Fresno, California, I'm Noah Newman. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Noah. 
Data from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers confirms that U.S. dealers aren't selling as much new equipment as they were last year, showing again why aftermarket revenue became more important in 2022. For the first nine months of 2022, equipment sales are down year-over-year year in all categories in the U.S. except for combines and 100-plus horsepower tractors. The largest decrease is seen in under 40 horsepower tractors, with 140,790 units sold, down 17.5% year-over-year. Tractors in the 40 to 100 horsepower range had the second largest percentage decrease at 49,468 units versus 56,445 in the same period last year, or down 12.4%. Four-wheel drive tractor sales are down 10.6% year-over-year, with 2,136 units sold versus 2,390 in the same period last year. Over 100 horsepower tractor sales are up 11.6% year-over-year, with 18,146 units sold in the first nine months of the year versus 16,257 last year. Self-propelled combine unit sales come in at 4,555 versus 4,406 last year, an increase of 3.4%. Now here's Ben Thorpe with a Data and Trends update. Thanks, Kim. In a recent interview with Ag Equipment Intelligence, Klaus's Senior Vice President of the Americas, Eric Raby, discussed the company's experience with owning its own dealerships. He specifically mentioned the experience Klaus gains in understanding their dealers' business models and the challenges they face. Obviously, our preferred way to go to market is through independent dealers. Um, we value those relationships, uh, most of which we've had for a number of years. Um, so that's our preferred method. However, we have uh, both in Nebraska and Saskatchewan put our own distribution network in. Uh, and it was really not because um, we necessarily thought that was a strategic move, but it was something that we had to do when the distribution for our products went out very quickly and we had to take care of the customers. But what it does allow us to do is to really look at um, you know, the business models and, and look at what are the things that dealers go through. And we have an inherent experience, you know, firsthand experience with that that's, that's going on in the marketplace. Raby says company-owned dealerships were more common in the 1980s, but sometimes resulted in manufacturers overshipping product that couldn't be sold through independent dealers to their own stores. He says the industry learned a lot of lessons from that. One of the things that we're adamant about is kind of the separation of church and state, but it's the separation of the wholesale operation from the retail operation. Totally separate in our organization, uh, different management structure. I mean, they, uh, they really run as, a, as an independent autonomous business. Um, and in fact, um, you can ask them, um, but we're probably more stringent and critical of them than we would be another dealer as well. Uh, just to make sure that everything is as it should be and, and we're operating a good, sustainable business. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. This week's Data Point is brought to you by Ag Equipment Intelligence's 2023 Executive Briefing. According to a summary of 2021 USDA data, 2021 saw the number of U.S. farms continue to drop, coming in at around 2 million. At the same time, the average farm size rose to around 450 acres per farm. The total amount of land included in farms has been slowly dropping since the early 1950s, coming in around 0.9 billion acres last year. The total number of farms in the U.S. peaked in the mid-1930s at almost 7 million when the average farm size was around 150 acres. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessetermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.